It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, listen, they want me to say hello. Welcome to the James Well best bits of tonight's show. I wish you can hear every night, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. Sergeip uh, Bati, Conservative MP for Meridian. I don't think I pronounce your name very well. Sakib, uh, isn't it? Sakib. Sakib? Yes, it's Sakib Bati from Meridian, yes. That's right. Sakib Bati from uh, Meridian. Okay, where is Meridian? Well, it's in the West Midlands. Um, it's one of the largest constituencies in the West Midlands by geographical size. Why didn't you tell me that, Ash? That's your, I that's did. I feel us, and I said, "Isn't it near Coventry or something?" Isn't that? Is it? Well, it you means know, centre, well, doesn't it? Near us is what I would say. Doesn't it mean middle <laughs> mer- mer- meridian? But doesn't it come it, from the same root or something? Yeah, it's historically we were the uh, centre of England um, from the days of the Doomsday Book, and until an ordnance survey team in the early 2000s decided that it was another part of England. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Never mind. Oh, it's meridian. Meridian. Yeah. Well, very similar. Like the. T- Meriden or Meridian? It's Meriden, like the TV yeah. station. Yeah. Yeah. That was. I'm not sure if it still yeah. exists. Yeah. yeah. OK. Uh, anyway, we're uh, babbling on. What are your thoughts, sir, on uh, restarting the economy slowly and getting uh, building back? Well, look, I mean, this was a very um, interesting uh, report uh, that came out. And obviously, we are seeing um, some uh, green shoots here. Um, I mean, the government's always been very clear about uh, the rules of the lockdown. And, you know, if you can work from home, they're encouraging uh, companies and people to do that. Um, what, was it, I, what I found really interesting was that these companies are have been practicing uh, social distancing and testing these mechanisms to make sure their workforce stays safe. Um, and that's obviously... Yeah. Uh, paramount um and you know when we do emerge from this it, quite clearly the new normal is going to be social distancing um i mean that wasn't something i used to speak about day on a daily basis but it seems like now i do and uh, it's certainly um one of those things that we are all going to have to practice as we go forward there has been building going on though hasn't there anyway well, I think it was always uh, clear that while you could maintain social distancing um, uh, and if it was work that couldn't be done from home, uh, that was allowed uh, to happen. Um, uh, but now, obviously, these companies, you know, these are you know, massive uh, institutions and companies and what they've been able to do is obviously they've been practicing and they're putting in mechanisms in place. Um, uh, and clearly, they're, they're looking to restart the economy. And I think that the challenge has always been uh, to maintain that health and safety element, but also to uh, make sure their businesses continue to uh, operate. Mm. I mean, uh, I don't understand why uh, building couldn't have carried on. I mean, I, I I need some new gates put up, which is a bit worrying. But 
they they've got them, but they can't bring them over until all this is finished because they're not working. And uh, yeah. they, I mean, I I don't really see why, because it's outside work. I mean, my son's a gardener, and he works on his own, and he's working. Well, I, th- I think the businesses obviously are having to make uh, judgments for themselves uh, on this stuff. The key thing at the start of all this, and it continues to be so, is, is that we have to try and protect our vulnerable. Um, at the start of this, of course, the the real worry was uh, about the strain that um, if we didn't have social distancing in place, the strain that would be on the National Health Service. Um, from the, the data and the reports we're getting from the public briefings, uh, now it looks like we are past that and that is manageable and one of the things in Meriden for example uh, is the National Exhibition Centre which is being used mm. as a uh, one of the Nightingale hospitals um, and you know I'm really pleased that actually not only did we build it very quickly here um, uh, you know through what was just a, a mammoth operation but actually the, the, it's not been needed um, so clearly we are now starting to manage that and that's been a real um, I, don't want, I don't want to use the word success but certainly it's been a positive uh, throughout this um, uh, uh, period. But you'll have to keep Mind a close you don't eye get, on it, won't don't, you? Don't get rid of it, though, will you, at the moment? No, well, you know, one of the key tests uh, about the uh, lockdown that was put forward is uh, obviously uh, being uh, able to have the NHS, uh, have the NHS being able to cope uh, with any uh, with this current situation, but also to avoid any second wave. So certainly, um, uh, you know, that will be in place. Um, uh, and it, you know, it, it was the right thing to do. And I remember uh, about six weeks ago or two months ago, everyone was talking about China and the way they built a hospital in eight days. Uh, well, we did a pretty good job as well. Yeah, but they yeah. built a no, whole, you did, they built a whole well building, though, as well. Yeah, Sorry, I know, but they were they a whole building. Well, yeah, true, but, you know, this was a, uh, you know, if you see the pictures of this hospital and all the others that they've built around uh, the country, you know, it's, it's been a massive transformation. But did you hear the other day in London they had to turn away people at the Nightingale because they didn't have enough nurses? No, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. And obviously, um, you know, yeah. this is this is, goes right to the heart of uh, the issue that I was talking about, where we've got to make sure that the NHS... Uh, can manage the situation as it is. Um, uh, and, you know, the, we're obviously, uh, it looks like we're able to manage that, and that's obviously what we'll, uh, as politicians and as government, will continue to monitor um, and look at how it's all being, uh, you know, uh, how we're coping with uh, with the crisis as it continues. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Our good friend Mark Harris, Professor of Virology at uh, University of Leeds, joins us. Mark, good evening to you. Hi, James. How are you doing? I'm all right. So how does this exactly... People rushing around, sort of asking people to spit in a tube. (laughs) I think it's more than that. You have to have a proper swab taken, which Hmm. I think is is more complicated than just spitting into a tube. Dan, you're throwing up your nose, isn't it? I've seen it. A swab is stuck down in the back of your throat, and apparently if it doesn't hurt, it's probably not working properly. So, yeah, that's... But that's what we've got to... What we've got to do, I think we've got to identify people who are infected and who they might have had contact with. That's the only way that we're going to, well, it's one of the ways we're going to get out of this of this issue, isn't it? That we need to identify those people. So we're, rather than everyone being locked down, we, we can just lock down the people who are currently infected. That's the idea. Yeah, but I remember, you know, about a couple of months ago, there was zero people had this thing and then we knew mm-hmm. it was going to come from abroad. I mean... If we get to zero, we'll just know it's going to come from somewhere again, won't we? Well, if everyone else does the same thing, then I guess we're in a better position, aren't we? I think we. Is it going to? We took we took much... our eye off the ball. You know, we we, yeah. we 
we were too slow and, and yet yeah, we can go back and we can analyze that maybe now's not the time to do that now's the time to try and sort out the problem we have at the moment yeah there will be yeah. plenty of time for recriminations in the future going back and saying what could we have done but we can't Should put it in the box can we? we can't put this back in the box can we and get rid of it totally. no we can't no. no but we can try and control the access yeah mm. we can kind of control the box and make sure that it doesn't completely escape from the box again yeah. we can try and you know, limit that do We're you not go um, back do to you normal for a long time? No, no. but it's never going to go back. I suppose like, I mean, like, Ebola, like the flu or, and other yeah, Ebola other, is still yeah, around. like no other things, they're be. always going to be here, aren't yeah. they? Well, yeah, I think I get. I guess the the great hope is that we have a vaccine like we have for flu, so that every year people can be vaccinated and we can limit the the spread of of the virus. But that's that's a little way off yet. It's going to be at least a year, maybe longer before we have a vaccine and we have enough of it mm. that we can we can vaccinate people if we so get we a vaccine feel, feel, as well yeah there's always an if yeah we we can't predict that at this stage there's a lot of effort going on and we're yeah. hopeful that something will be successful because we have a lot of knowledge now about how to develop vaccines and we're beginning to have a lot of knowledge about this virus so Maybe, maybe we mm. will yeah. have Professor, a Professor, we hope we will. Excuse my rather depressing and defeatist mm. friend, uh, but this is all good news the way we're doing it at the moment, isn't it? I mean, it's all going yeah. in the right direction. I think short term, yes. We, we've had lockdown for, what, four weeks or so now, and I think we are, we are seeing the effects of that. It is, it is working. We are limiting the spread of the virus. If we hadn't had lockdown, we'd probably have hundreds of thousands of deaths and millions of people infected. So I think it, it is definitely working. But now is not the time to take the foot off the brake. We have to no. we have to keep that lockdown in place. And the key thing now is what what is the exit strategy? How do we get out of this? Because we got into it really quickly, didn't we? But we can't mm. just suddenly lift everything and go back to normal. Well, what do you think about them opening some building sites and, you know, some factories? And what do you think about that? I think that's... That's inevitable. The economy needs to get back on, on track, doesn't it? And people need yeah. to get back to work. But the way in which they work will probably be different. Yeah. We won't be able to have factories working as they are at the moment, as they were before the lockdown. We won't be able to have building sites working in the same way. People will have to keep their distance in a way and, and prevent the transmission of this virus. And how we deal with that in practice is, is, is a real issue, I think. And I, I wouldn't like to think how, how we do that, but it has to be done somehow. Hmm. I mean, I, I don't actually understand how we're really going to get to the situation where uh, people just want us to uh, go straight, or not straight, but get back to normal, because people themselves are going to be frightened of this. They're going to be frightened to go yeah. into the shops yeah. next to other people. I mean, uh, I haven't been out for ages now. I'm lucky my son brings me some uh, some food. He says I'm far too old to go out, which is rather embarrassing, isn't it? Still, I'm... Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I just, I think a lot of people are going to be very scared and other people, strangely enough, are going to say, oh, I told you there was nothing to it. So we have to have a, a mix and make sure some people don't behave in a ridiculous way and other people's, people don't take it so that they end up not being able to integrate back into society. Yeah, we, we have to find some way of being able to be, a, be social animals again, you know, because that's, that's what humans are, aren't we? We, we interact with each yeah. other. We, you know, we, we, we can't completely block that off. We cannot continue to exist as a society just looking at each other down Skype yeah. or Zoom or whatever. You know, we have to be able to get yeah. back together again. And it's how we deal with that.
in small groups maybe and if people know that they've been infected or they are uninfected then maybe you're okay to get together but mm-hmm. i can't see big groups getting together i can't see us having football matches or big concerts or no even crowded even crowded pubs the james whale show come praise the whale on talk radio tim batcup is the owner of cover to cover a bookshop where is it tim it's in uh, Mumbles in Swansea, South Wales. Ah, oh, that's how you got on the programme. The Mumbles. <laughs> you know yeah. the connection. Yeah. Oh. He, he must be a friend of the producer, mustn't he? Well, he's an author, our producer, as well, isn't he? Yes, he is indeed. He is, yeah. Published author, yeah. Mumbles is, uh, Mumbles is actually, you know, just the posh name for a bit of Swansea. It could be argued thus, yes. doesn't sound like Welsh, <laughs> doesn't he? doesn't sound Welsh. <laughs> well, I Are am, you Welsh, yeah. Tim? I am. Yeah, no, he does. Like, He's yeah. posh Welsh. Posh oh, Welsh, like me. Yeah, tidy. Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, now tidy. <laughs> yeah, my my mother came from Rumney, and I spent all my all my uh, holidays, every one of them, in Pothcall. Yeah, all right. Just up the road, languishing on the beach. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been to the Mumbles many times as a kid, and uh, it's it it is nice. And then you can go around the corner into the Gower, uh, of Indeed. course. And do you know what? Well, I'm sorry, it's got nothing to do with what you're going to talk about, Tim. But uh, what um, what everybody doesn't know, you can pop down to Wales so easily, and uh, you can see all sorts of sights in Cardiff along the coast. There, Porthcawl is particularly great for surfing. A lot of surfing goes on in Porthcawl, and then you can go round the Gower, and that is just unbelievable. Yet they sit in queues for hours and hours and hours going to to Devon and Cornwall. Mm. I find that strange. It is, yeah. Beautiful. Sorry, Tim, yes. No, carry on, man, yeah. No, no. Are you stocking my autobiography? Um, I'd have to check, but uh, there could be copies there. Mm, I doubt it. I doubt <laughs> it. You know. It's very rare now, very so what rare. Sort of, what sort of bookshop do you have? It's a sort of independent, smallish shop. Um, across the board, really, I stock. You know, we do a lot of kids' stuff. A lot mm-hmm. sort of middle brow fiction. I quite like my music, so we got a good music section. Um, yeah, it's just a good, eclectic, mm. independent bookshop. And how's business? I mean, because I saw another bookshop was they're really having trouble with all you know the internet and Amazon and everything. Yeah, I mean, we won't talk about them for a minute. Um, but yeah, obviously <laughs> we've, we've we've been hit a bit. Well, hit a lot. Um, you know, we're down probably. 60, 70%, but oh, we, still can't, we still can take orders. We're still fulfilling orders. I yeah. go out delivering every day. If it's in stock, we sort of chuck them on the social channels and have a bit of fun with that. Mm. Um, and do local people support you? Because local yeah, people like yeah, you. Yeah, they, they, they do, you know. So we are getting stuff yeah. away and hopefully enough to see us through, you know. I think, that's what I think will be okay. But mm. um, the supply chain's a bit fractured now, so that's... Another yeah. issue is getting getting hold of the stock, really, that people want. But, um, no, we're, we're doing okay. I can't really complain. How many books have you got in stock? In the, the moment, probably about 10,000. Golly. Cool. It's a big store, then. Sure. Well, yeah, we cram them in. Um, although yeah. we're in quite, quite rapidly. So, um, What's your best sellers, mm. like novels and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> At the moment, yeah, there's a few that are sort of flying out the new... Uh, Hilary Mantel, um, that's going. Um, Spring by Ali Smith, Max Porter's Lanny. Um, yeah, there's a few that we could sell over and over again. Um, but mm. as I say, it's not easy to get hold of them. 
And what, what about, about the producers' festival? books? Hang on, no. What about the producers' books? Are I they do still have well? one. I do have one of his titles in stock at the oh, moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, what? Which one? He looks um, happy. He's looking happy now. Cross country murder song. I think it's called. Is it something? Oh, that really? That's his debut novel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Cross country murder. I think so. Oh no, it wasn't. That's not that one. I got that one at home. It's the second one. The strange death of. The death and life of Red Henley. That's it. I, mean, I was close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I well, worry about some of the well. stuff in his, his head sometimes, don't you, Ash? Yeah, man. Well, yeah, cross-country <laughs> murder, I sounds because he does like running yeah. and that, and he sometimes comes back yeah. covered in... But uh, what's the Larn Festival? You do something... <laughs> something yeah. The Dylan well, the Larn was yeah. the, sort of the first casualty of all this, really. I mean, it's a big, big literary... Well, it's not big, actually. It's quite sort of boutique, mm. but it's a funky, cool literary festival in Larn. A lot of rock and roll writers. Um, it's fairly hedonistic. And that's where weekend. Dylan Thomas was from. Yeah, he lived there. Yeah, sure. That's a point. In did he life. die in New York at the Chelsea Hotel? Because I think I, walked, I saw a plaque once. Yeah, he did indeed. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. But yeah, that's been a casualty. And, so that's yes. uh, all that stock's got to go back, which is a bit oh, of a pain. Dear. But you know, so it goes. They're, they're hoping to reschedule for October, but we'll see. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Yeah, I was always shaking my boogaloo. What is a boogaloo? I mean, uh... oh, I've set the you dog off set... with that. Yes. Boogaloo, <laughs> boogaloo. Don't do that. Normans conquered this country. Oh, well, no, they're not us... English, are they? Normans, no. Oh. They threw the Saxons out. Do you want to be German? No, not them either. Who's before them? Cavemen. Yeah, let's be that. Boogaloo. <laughs> Get, get us a record, Sambo, by Sam and Dave. Let's have all bands that have and Dave in the title of the band name today. Sam and Dave, Chaz and Dave, uh, Rod, Dave and Freddie. Boogaloo! <laughs> we've got the brains and we've got the looks. Yeah, we are the best-looking programme on the radio, really, yeah. when you think yeah. about it, aren't we? Boogaloo! Can I ask you something? Shoot. What do you do? Boogaloo! Doctor, thank, thank you very you. much thank indeed. Uh, we do go off. Uh, I don't off think. I don't think she realised what she'd uh, come on then. Yeah, self influenced Boogaloo. You know, what? the last time I was speaking to you, I had quite a reaction from people. You know, we're talking about these virtual trips I've been taking. You shouldn't you be know, doing that. YouTube. Not at your age. That was uh, the clips for today. The worst of Whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.